Cause I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch. What's up guys welcome to this week's episode of lauren xoxo and friends and if you haven't already please go to itunes podcast and leave a review and also our patreon page so we have just started a patreon page and it gives you access to our podcast videos because you guys have been asking for that since i started and also an extra episode each week so if you go to the Patreon and you sign up for it, there are two tiers. Um, and once you sign up for those, you get access to exclusive content. And if you have already signed up for it, thank you so much. And if you haven't, go to our Patreon. The link is going to be in the bio of this show, but it's also in the bio on my Instagram page and on at LaurenXOXO and Friends Instagram page. And let's get into this episode. How are you? I'm good, you. I'm all right. I'm... My birthday's tomorrow. I know. And you still have no plans. I, I meant to have no plans. I know. I didn't want to do... I wanted to do something, but I didn't want the pressures of, like... I feel like I had so much fun for my 30th birthday. I feel like I wanted my 31st birthday to be chill. I didn't want to, like... I didn't want to have to think about getting an outfit. I didn't want to think about finding a place to eat out like also i'm tired of birthday dinners yeah like if someone invites me i will go right i just don't know if i want to have one for myself i think they're very played out um yeah i'm I'm over birthday dinners i personally feel like everybody turns into a mathematician or calculus major when it comes to the bill and i just don't have time for it like i'm used to splitting things in the middle i know that if i i I drink i'm a lush i will admit to that and i know that Everyone else I hang out with drinks and they're lush too, so I expect the bill to be broken down evenly. And I feel like if you just can't afford to go to a birthday dinner, then just don't go. I but agree. I avoid them altogether because I end up getting really annoyed. So I just, I, I will never have a birthday dinner. I don't think, I, unless if I have a birthday dinner, I'm gonna tell you how it's gonna be. First of all, I'm paying for the whole dinner. Okay. That's for one. And two, most likely, it's gonna be like I rent out a loft space where it's gonna have, have like a, a long, like a, like a private chef mm-hmm. or something like that. I, I don't have time. For certain things, because I know like some people run late, and you know, and I want the people to have the luxury to come and go as they please. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's my birthday. I feel like I should be paying for everything, and since it's like expense, like it's I don't know. I just can't. I I, I don't want to go to nobody's restaurant, especially if it's a party over. I want to say eight to ten. Right. So I, I'm not doing it. Usually, when I've had birthday dinners in the past, it's never been more than like seven people. Yeah. And I feel like that's very manageable. Yeah. I feel like also. When I'm out with my friends, we are always on the same type of time. Yeah, me too. Um, and I think you should know your friends and know what type of friends you have. Yeah. And, you know, everyone does have a cheap friend. Everyone, I honestly think my friends probably look at me like the cheap friend, but I'm not cheap when it comes to, like, them and their birthdays. Yeah. Like, if you, because I know all of my friends' birthdays, so I know, okay, you know, such and such's birthday is in two months. Right. Uh... They might want to go on a trip or they might want to do something like expensive. Let me make sure I start putting a little bit money. to the side. Now, yeah. like I, I'm the type I prepare early for things. Right. So. I don't know. I, I have like if I go out with Nikki, just me and say me and Nikki go out. Right. I just feel like Nikki, 
she likes to try everything. You said that. Nikki, like, and I have to be like, I, like going out with fucking Nikki is just like, you can go to Fridays and still end up with a $200 bill. And you'd be like, how? Sis, and sis eats. Like, and I don't know where it goes. Like, Yo, Nikki is so slim. So slim. And she loves <laughs> to try food. And she just be like, okay, I'm going to get that appetizer. That I have to tell her, like, sis, we're not doing all that. Like, let's get, let's stick to one and get our main entree. Yeah, because I don't need, I don't need an appetizer because I'm a drinker. So I'd mm-hmm. rather have and my she's drink. she's a foodie. Yeah. So but she really will, if I let her, she will order everything. And then, then it'd be like, okay. And I'm like, I'm not splitting the bill. Like, I, my, everything I had was $20. <laughs> you, what you ordered was 150 you know like she eats like she eats like it's nobody's business you know and it's just so frustrating but it's like i said like you said like when it comes to birthdays and stuff i know to put money aside right but i'm sorry when it comes to certain things like birthday dinners do not invite me because i will not be in attendance i went to one this weekend shout out to jazz happy birthday jasmine venom well her birthday was friday but she had one on friday and it was like 20 girls there and so at first we were like, we were a group of girls had got there and we were sitting down, and Jasmine was like, all right, like she came, she looked and she was like, okay, we just missing like two people. So me and one of her friends were like, all right, cool. So mind you, Jasmine is very like she just got so many friends. Yeah. So as we sit in there, two girls come up. Another two girls come up, like three more girls come. So me and a friend are laughing. We're like, you said two more people was linking up. Right. Meanwhile, at least six more people have come. And um but it was cool. We went to the Brooklyn Chop Chop the Brooklyn Chop House, which is in the city, not in Brooklyn. Uh, I think the food, everyone says the food is nasty. I thought it was decent. The only thing that was, for me, a major no-no is they have, like, hamburger shumai. It's supposed to taste like a cheeseburger shumai. And we should never mix burgers with shumai. I don't even know what shumai is. So shumai, you know when you, it's like, it's kind of like in, like, it's usually they put, like, pork or shrimp in it. um, And it's like. Think about like a dumpling, dumpling, sort of, but it's more shaped like. uh, Now I want to show you. I'm pretty sure you've had it at least once. I don't know. Let me tell you something. The reason why I don't like Brooklyn Chop House, I went one time and it only took me one time to not go. I went during, I went for like after, like I want to say right when it opened, not when it opened, like during like the opening hours, like like maybe like five, five six o'clock. I went and it was still it was during the week. wasn't crazy busy. And I went with two friends, and I thought the food was terrible. And for it to be black-owned and to be Asian food, I just think it's so strange. Um, like I was telling Lauren before, I was like, it's one thing if you're Caribbean, understand, like, there's a lot of Asian influence in the Caribbean community. Right. But, and then I would, that would make sense to have a fuse. Like, like you know, like Trinidadian food. And that would be got, fire. And that would have been fire. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I don't know if the owner is Caribbean. I don't know if he's American. I, I, I don't know what he is. All I know is that the food was, they didn't know how to cook a steak. The rice was not all... It wasn't really hitting. It looked like it tasted like it needed more seasoning or something. The drinks were really good. Now, I will go back to Brooklyn... Um, I'm about to say Brooklyn Wing House. Brooklyn <laughs> Chop House. Shout out to all the black businesses yeah, out there. Yeah, because Brooklyn Wing House is fire. Um, but Brooklyn Chop House, I feel like... If I'm going to go, I'm going for the drinks and maybe an appetizer. I haven't had any other appetizers, but I, I just felt like it's not worth the money. Mm-hmm. So I thought the food... About- so our menu was prefix and they 
first of all, they brought us. If you ever go there and you have a birthday dinner and it's pre-fixed, they are not skimpy on the food. Mm-hmm. I will say that, like, it was to the point where I was just like, please stop. Please send that food back. That's how much food we were getting. Really? Um, so I, I felt like I tasted the whole menu, basically. And I thought the food was decent. I will say the steak, I so. think it tastes like roast beef to me. It, it wasn't like, I was just like, yeah, we had to. That's we, a went, I had to we had to send the steak back a couple of times. We said medium well, and they sent, and it was like still like it was like medium. Right? Was it medium raw or rare? Whatever it is. Mm. I don't know. I don't like too much blood, me personally. But I don't want it well done because I know how to cook a well done steak and it still be tender. We go to soup restaurants and stuff. They like to make it burnt and dry. I don't know why they cook it like that, but I always that's why I always say medium well. For the most part, I get what I want when I go to restaurants. But this place here. Mm. I was not. I was just not happy. I, like I was just wasn't happy with the food. But that's why I said I only would go for the drinks. The drinks were really good. And the music is popping. The, yeah. The music was. I was like, oh, this is. It was a cute atmosphere to have a birthday dinner because I feel like some birthday dinners, you know, people maybe don't. Especially there was twenty people there, and I only really knew a good like four. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it could have been real awkward if there wasn't any music plan or whatever but you know music brings people together and Mm so they had a really good playlist going and um i enjoyed it i thought it was cool will i go again i thought my drink was good yeah Yeah, i had like a rum punch that's what i'm saying like i will probably meet up like hey you just want to get drinks and appetizer maybe right if you want to spend that type of money because you can go anywhere in new york city for that that's true or go anywhere in brooklyn for that for that matter but i'm like for me to go all the way to the financial district Mm. to to get that and spend maybe 20 21 22 dollars on a drink um and especially asian food at that i'm going to Tao. Mm. Tao is good i i i tell dark as hell but i love the the ambiance you could take a nap in Tao. that's how I dark love it is Tao. i love 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 Tao. i do like it though i'm just like disappointed that, I, that like we really have like a black upscale restaurant in new york city and they choose to make asian cuisine and it's not hitting also, what, what I the atmosphere of Brooklyn Chop House is like where the people who are like twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, like that's their that's, that's their, their spot, that's their niche. And I'm like, I'm like, take me to my shows. My shows is my spot. Like I love my shows. Take me to Tao. Tao's one of my favorite restaurants ever. I don't even like Philippe. Philippe is trash to me. Philippe got good drinks now. I've never been to Philippe. Philippe, to me, the food is not good. It's expensive Chinese food for no reason. It's not like... Like, you know when you go to Tao, it's like like season different. Like, it has like a little something. Mm -hmm. Philippe? mm -mm. Mm-mm. But I'll do drinks? Different. I just don't think I'm a fine diner. I am. Fuck that. I am. I like it. I I don't think it's an everyday thing or every weekend type thing. But if, if we going out to eat and you want to spend a coin, I only have a few places. I'm not really open to it because I'm like, I'm tired of going to places. And like, like um, what's that restaurant? What is it? It starts with a P in Brooklyn. Oh my God, Steakhouse. Uh, a P? P Peter, Peter Luger. Oh yeah, I always want to go I there. I don't like, I went to Peter Luger for my 27th birthday. Yeah, 27th birthday. And I hated it. First of all, first of all, their steak sauce tastes like cocktail sauce, like mm, shrimp cocktail sauce. Ew. And they like I like to have I don't like to eat steak and fries together because I feel okay. like it's too much grease. 
And it's like they don't really have like a major side dish option. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to like STK or like Del Frisco's or something like that, where you have mashed potatoes, you have um, maybe like a cream spinach, um, especially like a lobster mac. They don't have that option. It's very like old school American steakhouses. And I'm just like, it's overrated. And the steak is not even all that great. Um, I have better steak steaks, like I said, going to STK, Del Frisco, especially Del Frisco's and Maestro's. That's my know, baby. For my 28th birthday, me and my friends went to the Polo Lounge, and it looked like a Trump rally. I was like, Oh no! I got to get it, it. It was so creepy. Really? We were like the only black girls there, literally. Nobody else was like black there, and it just felt very eerie. Like it just felt, but you know, you know the Polo vibe. Like everyone's looking very like I just preppy. got off a horse. Yeah, you know preppy, what I mean? Yeah. And it was just. The food was good, but it was. I was like, I, I will never feel comfortable eating in there. Really? That's. It was just very, and maybe because it was also a time where everything was going on. Like I think Trump was like running for president. Like it was just weird. Right. So. Yeah, or maybe he had just got elected. Something, but I just was like, this is weird. I feel very... I don't feel like I'm in New York. I feel like... Oh, man, yeah, you know, New York got its own people. So, maybe that's where they go. Yeah, maybe that's where they go, <laughs> probably. But, um, no, I wasn't... I wasn't feeling... You know, I was talking to my friend the other day, and she was just like... When do birthdays get to that point where you just tell your friend, like, yo, happy birthday? I feel like, like it can start now. And this is what I was telling my friends. Because I feel like every year does not have to be a fucking production. And some people drag the shit out of their birthdays. Yo, I don't feel like every year does not, every year is not, I, I feel like you should always celebrate your birthday, right? Always. But I don't think, like, especially if you have a man, I don't, if you have a boyfriend, don't, you better not even think about having no birthday plans included me. Like, I, or, or us. I, that's how I feel like. Like, it just feel like every, like, it's not like, especially like I'm not a major year or A something. major year. Like, yes. it's not, like, it's not, if it's not your third year, I, there's no reason. 25, to, 21. Yeah. I'm tired of going to the fucking clubs. I'm over the club scene. Yes. I'm tired of the, I definitely don't want to do no more dinner. Like, if it's not going to be something like cool, like, like, for example, like going to, um, what you call it? What's that thing? Like, they got things in the city now where you can go break shit up. Like, just for fun. You, like, you get, like, an hour just to break shit. Like, take bats and stuff. Girl, I, give me that link. I, yeah, I got to find it. It's only, they have some on Groupon, but I definitely want to do something like that. Um, but it's, like, it's not, if it's not, like, exciting and it's the same thing over and over again, I don't want to be a part of it. Like, as we get older, we have our different lives. And we have different wants and needs. Like, it's, like, my parents, I look at my parents, for example. Like, my parents are not selling their, celebrating their birthdays or their friend's birthday every year. They have families, like my, you know, my dad is sick, so it's like nobody's got time, and my, and they're not coming to celebrate my parents' birthday either. It's like everybody has their own lives, like you know, it, and no one's gonna understand it until like you have like a real family. And I'm like, people got kids, people got boyfriends, relationships. And, okay, so I feel like now that we're all tomorrow, I'll be 31. You'll be 29 this year. Um, all my other friends are, we're in those late 20s, early 30s, yeah. and I feel like. Now our lives are shifting, yeah. and right, and like you might be single, but you gotta pay rent. Yeah, and you trying to start a business, and you trying to do this, and you trying to do that, and I just feel like sometimes people just drag it. Yeah, and it doesn't need 
to like like you said every year does not need a production and i don't mind going out for my friends birthdays like i'm i'm cool with it but i do feel like at some point it's just like <sighs> especially if you have a, a, a significant other there's no reason why like every every day like me every year is just like okay well we're gonna do this with him or we're gonna do that like i just be over this shit like i don't i'm just like i don't want to do this like i should be able if you want to do something let if you want to go to the club i should have i should have the option to not attend the club and maybe just do the dinner or i'll take you to dinner yeah or something this week right like and you without you feeling a way of that i didn't go to the club or whatever i just feel like i'm outgrowing certain things and clubs in new york are whack od od whack and then just like I, i don't know i just feel like at some point like if we're, none of us are like in a position where we are like everybody's trying to do something mm-hmm. so it's just like I think it's unfair to kind of like every year on your birthday you are expecting people to come out of pocket for something just right. to like have all this grand show and I just think like like me last year I was forced to celebrate my birthday and my boyfriend my, my, my boyfriend my birthday was terrible because I was forced to hang out and do stuff with my friends and I didn't want to do it in you the beginning. Really I was like, you can just go to the club and get drink. I mean, go to a bar and get drinks, like, and just go regular as fuck. Like, right. I wasn't trying to do nothing crazy, and and I'm like, this is exactly why. I was like, it's not a milestone birthday for me to be going all out. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I feel like because I am a January baby, I I really do kind of feel bad um, putting things on my friends because Christmas just ended. Yeah, Thanksgiving just ended. Uh, most of my friends travel for New Year's. Like I yeah. know that they spent a lot of money, money and mm-hmm. I'm like, please. And then also I had to come back and pay rent. Right. You know, I had to come back and pay other bills or whatever. And then my birthday is at the end of the month, so then yeah, you the next rent check is due. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I literally told my friend this. I was like, please don't try to do nothing crazy for me. Keep y'all money in y'all pockets. Like yeah. I don't need nothing crazy. You know, we could hang out do something cool like you like that building thing you talked about i'm like that sounds fire yeah like you know what i'm saying like if it's exciting some we can throw on some sneakers and go have a good time like make some new memories but yeah i just don't like i just feel like we're that age where it's just like and especially also you know what it is some people are in their late 20s but they're not paying rent yet and i feel like when, when you don't pay rent but don't have to make your bills. You don't have to think about. You don't think about yeah. everybody else. And I'm just like, and that's why. And I'm like, I don't. If, especially if you don't plan it ahead of time. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, you can't just bring up like, okay, two weeks later, I'm gonna do this, 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 that. I'm going to Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I just you just can't hop. You can hop on a plane and do certain things. Like this past weekend, Nikki and Nikki went out of town because our homegirl's boyfriend's birthday. Mm-hmm. When you don't like, you can do that because you you don't live on your own. So it's like I I can't do that. I gotta pay rent. I had to, you know I had all these expenses coming on. I can't do nothing last minute, mm-hmm. you know. And I think you know people don't realize that. And it's just like oh we want you to come. And I'm like well unless somebody's putting up coughing up bread, then I'm not I'm not gonna put myself in a hole because I still have to keep a maintain a roof over my house. My right. head. So I'm not doing it. And I got to put food in the refrigerator, pay for transportation, utilities. Yo. This shit ain't no joke. Living in New York City, you know, joke. Like if we was living down south, we could do it all. We probably could do it all. But then we probably wouldn't be making the money. Yeah, you got. I was thinking about that too. We yeah. need to balance it out. Yeah, no. And like, I was talking to my other friends today, and I was like, I'm, I feel so pressured to do something. And she, I was like, I feel like I just need to make up something so people can leave me yeah. alone. She was like, Don't feel like that. If you don't want to do nothing crazy, yeah, don't. You don't have to. Don't. And it's okay. Like you don't have to. Like I said, you don't. Have, every year doesn't have to be a production. Like I feel like if you have a boyfriend or or a girlfriend or whatever, 
Just that's what, with them. That's what I can't wait for. Till I get a man, I'm like, yeah, can you cool. book us a trip to Mexico? Let's do shit like that. You know what I mean? And when I wasn't paying rent, I would I was going on birthday trips every year. Living my best life. Yeah. Like, I'm in Thailand. I'm here. I'm here. I can't do that no more, man. Mm-hmm. It's like when you got shit you're just trying to do, like my me spending money is just not like a priority, like just for a temporary moment. Like it's just not. And I'm like, once we get to a point where we're all like making money in our sleep, then fine, we can do whatever the fuck we want to do. That's a fact. We can spend all the money and travel what we want, but right now, like we're all in, in the all trying to get it together and I think it's just unfair to impose on other people's finances just for your birthday mm-hmm. because you want you want to do something crazy every year so to the birthday draggers yeah please we, we, i'm not talking about the one night people you want to do something one night we could do that i'm talking about the people who feel like their birthday is friday saturday and then sunday because mm-hmm. they always want to go to brunch on sunday brunch on sunday kill that shit especially i feel like if you're older like at some point, if you if you think your birthday is a holiday, because I know people like that, like my birthday is a holiday and we celebrate. Unless you paying for everything, don't put that on other people. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think it's okay, and I think I also think you just put a lot of pressure on people, or let them know OD in advance. Like send out something to everyone and ask them, are you cool with this? Yeah, you know, let me know if y'all want to join in on this, and this is the price for everything, and blah 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 blah. Right, but you know. Give people, give people a chance to put money aside like I said because people have their that's own that's another thing too they have, everyone has their own expenses and bills and I think it's just not fair like money does not grow in fucking trees people actually have to clock in and put in time places or pay for education some people got children to pay for like pay for it. and you just don't know where your friends are at like we don't have enough conversation don't get me wrong sometimes I'm pretty sure we've all been like girl I'm so broke right, right. but like some people are real broke like yeah real, real you know just getting by and like I feel like, you know, birthdays put the, like, you you do put a lot of pressure on people to sometimes spend money yeah. um, that they don't have. And then right. they end up, like, spending $300 for... They went to a car note or insurance or something. And that's why I'm like, I, that's why for me personally, I don't care to do something really big for my birthday. Like I said, we can go and get drinks. Fuck it. We can have a girls night in the, in the house. Like, I don't really, like I said, I'm not going out my way to do something big. Now my 30th, that might be a different conversation. You gotta do something big. Yeah, but yeah. until then, like, I'm not crossing that bridge. I also hate that people think when you don't do something big, you're like, you're like, why are you not celebrating? And it's like, can I just be thankful? Yeah. I'm just thankful to be here. Um, so, yesterday was a super, was super sad, sad day. Um, RIP to Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and all of the other passengers on that helicopter flight that you know it's so crazy i feel like every time someone passes away um first of all i always find out through social media but i literally have to like read the post like five times yeah because when i looked at it i was like it was like a hoax no i thought it was a hoax i thought something was like but then i was like no we're like you can't just say someone like Kobe Bryant is dead. Right. That And then I was just like, damn. It, you know what's so crazy? It was the wording on the post that kind of fucked my head up. It was just like as if he wasn't human. It's like It was like when I first seen it because I think TMZ broke the news first and then I, the next time I seen it was on Hollywood Unlocked. That's when I seen it too. Hollywood Unlocked. And then it just like, first of all, the whole wording of that whole, the whole like picture. Let me pull it up. Was, it, it was just 
to me it was like heartless and it was just cold let me look let it was just it way too cold i don't want to skip it because i was just like what kobe bryant dies in california helicopter crash I don't think that was a post. That was was it at the first post? Oh yeah. Kobe Bryant killed in helicopter crash. Everyone else on board to dead on board dead too. Yeah, that is. That was very cold. That was the one. I was like, this is very like cold. They like TMZ is like so heartless, and his wife found out through social media. Oh, she did. Yeah, that's why her page is private. She found out through social media, and the sheriff's department was mad because they wanted to spread the news to her first. She should never have to find out that her that she lost her child and her TMZ. husband through through TMZ. Because it's they, like they're not gonna be there and, and empathize. They're not gonna, you know, they just want. They be just the want to be the first person to to break the put news. It out there. And I think that that shit is so fucked up. I remember when I saw it, and at first it was just like only. I I think the way I read it was only it was only him and a pilot on there. Yeah. So I remember my mom was like, "That is so sad," but like. At least, like, his wife and kids weren't on there, like, you know. Yeah. And then, when I saw that his daughter was on there, and then there were seven other people Mm -hmm. on there, I was like, I'm not gonna lie. That was, like, It's heartbreaking, heartbreaking. because I I personally thought that we were gonna be saying R.I.P. to him when he's, like, of old age and maybe, like, sick. Like, you know, it builds up. Like, okay, this person has cancer, so they're not gonna make it. Now, for me, it was just, like... I, like he was just such a pillar in the community and like really active and mm-hmm. and trying to do things for especially like with basketball and women's women women rights. Um, then you know he just did so many things and and what I did not like is though like people were bringing up like especially white media bringing up links to um, oh his rape case but it was thrown out. Oh she, she, this one lady was like oh there was DNA evidence yeah if you have sex with someone you gonna come in them. That's DNA evidence. Like it, but, and then it, it was thrown out. Like why would you bring that up when somebody just literally died? And then there's one. I remember I saw a post where this white man was like, you know, uh, Kobe Bryant has passed away he in a helicopter crash. And at the bottom, it said, um, "Sorry to anyone who's been raped that's triggered by this post." Oh yeah. Oh, the doctor, like, doctor, um, something, something, Kolak. I mean, hope. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. And I went on his Instagram page. And I read the comments and I was like, it's so insensitive because it's just like, there's so many black men and I, and this is not to discredit any witness anyway, but there's so many black men who are wrongly, wrongly, um, accused of rape. I agree. And especially in the line, like there's so many people's lives who have been fucking ruined. Because this, someone this was trying to get some money. Exactly. In this particular case, he did not rape this girl. What are we, what are we talking about here? Like, I feel like, so this is why I say, like, I don't fuck with white feminism. I don't fuck with feminism, period, because they, they're just so, they want to be so, they're so strong and wrong in so many ways, where it's like, they don't care who they hurt and what families are being affected by the shit that they project daily on all the time. And it's just so fucked up. Like, this man hasn't even been dead for a full 24 hours, and you're going to say some shit like this. That's what I'm, like, if you don't have anything nice to say, shut the The fuck fuck up. Yeah. Especially someone who's, like... You know, I was never a fan of basketball, so I don't know much about Kobe Bryant. But what I do know is he he's always been a legend. Yeah. Um, and he's just very hardworking, and he's like the greatest of the great when it comes to the to basketball. And so I just saw so many people posting just like about his worth 
about his work ethic and just how much he inspired them yeah and gave back to the community and and, and that's the thing like that's what and I, said, and, I, and I was like one of the few people that really thought about it. I was like, I'm glad that he received his flowers while he was still alive. Yeah. Like he's one of those few people that actually received the accolades that he deserved. Because he definitely, definitely contributed to the community in so many ways. And I'm just like, I don't want to see nothing. Uh, like I understand like people have their ideas and their theories about certain things. But can somebody just die for 24 hours before we start like either trashing them or doing certain things like can we talk about ideas and theories because oh God. <laughs> um when he when everyone got the news that he died i just saw some people posting about how this was like um, he had to be a part of Illuminati. sacrificed because he was a part of Illuminati and taking pictures of things that he was throwing up and adding his daughter's birthday to another number and saying this was like the 13th year. So this is the year that he had to sacrifice himself. And I was just like, imagine you passing away and... Someone immediately like getting a pencil and paper and being like, all right, let me decode this. R.I.P. Like, there are people who love this man. Fans from day one. And you really feel like you need to sit down and decode a death? You don't think that this person couldn't just pass away and a helicopter ride going wrong? Or what did they say? It was because it was, it was the fog and yeah. they couldn't see? And then people posting the helicopter on fire. But they, well, they said, well, supposedly that's not actually the incident. It's something overseas. It's oh, not okay, really okay, that. okay. But even if so, even if so, it's still kind of like cold and heartless. I just feel like, like I always tell tell y'all, like I don't dismiss conspiracies, but I feel like it's a time and a place. And I, and I just feel like it's too soon to really be doing that. And I feel like I'm not investing so much time because I don't get paid to do that. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get too much. I don't get paid enough. To project so much energy into something that is like could possibly hurt somebody, and it's making me judge your character. Yeah, because it's just like how insensitive are you as a person, person exactly. to like try to break down a celebrity's de- celebrities die all the time. Yeah, every celebrity's death is not. I don't think I don't think every everything is not something. It's not a conspiracy. Now I do think it's now me personally I do think it's weird that it's always some shit around the Grammys. Especially with black artists, it's always something surrounding the Grammys with one of us. Okay. I do think that. That is. But yeah. I just feel like I'm not like to, to be so in, so vested in like numerology and pictures and you know, just to be like really like googling things, cause it's like at the end of the day, you're doing all this. What the fuck are you gonna do about it? Like that. That's just my thing. Like, what are you? Actually, well, because when we can, you spread knowledge, then you you I, I wake people up. Yeah, that's like, what they but think. Yeah, but okay, but now they will. Now they're awake. Now what's the plan of action? Right. Because it's just like it makes no sense to like to be so vested into something if you're not actually taking the the right steps. To make a change towards this, if it does exist, and whatever secret societies is going on amongst the rich, we're not gonna touch. We're not gonna, especially the ones that the white people got. We can't touch that. If somebody sold, they sold. What can we do about that? Literally, like I said, I don't know. I like I said, and I don't, I don't even know how that goes. I don't even know how that goes. How to find out about it? Where they meet? 
you know, I like I said, I always think there's a fucking round table somewhere where I, people are saying, like, you know what, let's jack up the prices in Brooklyn. Listen, I do believe that. I watched The Family on Netflix. The Family, how, did you? No. So The Family is about the, a, a family, and they're very into Christianity, and they basically, like, run, like, the presidents, and, like, they're very just heavily tied within, like, the political and... You know, it's just, it's weird when you watch it. And so, and sometimes uh, they had like clips of presidents shouting out the family or the leader of the family. So I definitely get it. Get it. I know there's things out there. Yeah. But to me, it's just like, what can I do about the family? Most I need to do is worry about myself, my family. Yeah, and how I'm going to you know be successful? Yeah, because like I said, like it's like I get it. It's okay to be you know woke, and it's okay to like to know certain things and be privy, but at the same time, like to be extremely vested, like is that just taking up your day? Like how are you making? How are you profiting off of this? Like what are you? What are you doing? Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what if it's not making me money? It's a waste of time at this point because if I can't find a solution to this, because you can wake up a thousand fucking people. If you don't, if there's no solution, it makes no sense. I also feel like shit like that will literally drive you crazy. It will drive you crazy because it's, what are you doing? Because you never really get to solve end. it. Yeah. And end it. And it's just like, it's going to consume you. It's a you. circle. It's, you're it like, you're, you're on a, you. a wheel. It will consume you because you're too vested in trying to figure out what the secret society is and who is a part of it and all this other stuff. But what, at the end of the day, like if there isn't a solution, don't be too vested in it. Like, and it's going to drive you crazy. But it will literally eat you alive trying to figure out who's a part of this and that and this sacrificial shit. Like, okay. But sometimes I be thinking, right? If you had the chance and they came to you on some shit and made sure you and your family is going to be good forever. Yeah. You going to stand 10 toes down? Or you going to do what everybody else did? Most since likely that's what they most likely going to come with an ultimatum. Sorry, my wig keeps sliding back, guys. But... You know, most likely they're going to come with an ultimatum. No, we keep it very real on yeah. here if you're watching us. <laughs> uh, most likely they're going to come with an ultimatum. Like, either you do it this way or we're going to kill you. Or kill some money your loved ones. You know, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Because like I said, I do believe that there's, uh, there's things that we are just not aware of. And these people are part of certain things. But I just feel like there's absolutely nothing that I can do about it by myself and as many people that you can wake up you can wake up a hundred and a thousand ten thousand people is still not enough to overthrow this one percent and those people who've been running the world since like they're like the rock and stuff like yeah, that yeah, like, that like they've been be. in power for a while and i'm just like okay and what's next like okay now we have this information what do you want to do about it like and i really want to ask people like somebody dm me today like yeah what are you seeing this and i'm like they said something about the publications new pu- news publications like how come they're the dates? The dates. And I said, they, well, a lot of... They've always been doing that just to put the news out first. You know, so, like, if there's a, a story... Yeah, that makes sense. So, they'll change the date they, until an earlier yeah, date so, so they pop up but, first but, in Yeah, exactly. So, they, it's like they always do that. It doesn't happen when it's a major death or a major catastrophe or something like that. If you really pay attention, they do it all the time. Meanwhile, so, it's not... Yes, but I do... think they're, like, decoding Decoding something. something. I'm like, yeah, I did see the video with the cartoon. That was kind of spooky. I do see... this that guy's the, tweet. The tweet. And I'm like, even, like, The Simpsons. You ever watch The Simpsons? Simpsons are always on point about a lot of shit. Yeah. You know? So, yes, I do believe there's people out there that could predict and that knows what's going to go down and all this other stuff. But I just feel like at this moment, like, I just want to 
I don't know if this was a part of a sacrifice. If it is, I would we would never know about it. And my only concern right now is being a black woman trying to survive in this country, survive in this world, and how to create a legacy for my family and how to put other people on to grow their families. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. And, I, and how we can end this systemic racism. That's the only thing I care about. And I understand like it's a trickle-down effect because of the 1% and all that stuff, but right now I can only start within my community, in my circle. I can't do anything else without that. Yeah, I agree. It's a stepping stone. And it's just tacky. Like, I'm like, yo, someone literally lost their whole world. A few people lost their whole world mm-hmm. with that. Like, I saw one of someone's wife was on there and the husband did an interview. Dude, yeah, he, he was, was crying. I was just like. Like, how you tell your three, ki- like your, your three kids that mommy's not coming back? Like, you know, and I'm just like, we just got to think about that. Like, even say if it was a sacrifice, can you, can you have some, like, can you have some empathy for the other people that weren't even involved right yeah and the people that did it that lost their lives and that had nothing to do with anything the 13 year old girl the other young woman that was on there yeah like it's come Mm -hmm. on like it it is kind of like like i see like you said it's very insensitive and like i said it's gonna consume you because you're never gonna find a solution ever and it's gonna eat you alive and you're gonna find you're gonna find negativity or you like you like your brain is trained to find something like you're very pessimistic very pessimistic i just feel like people like that they literally like once a celebrity dies, that's when they come out. I'm like, oh, here you go again with this shit. Yeah. I remember. I remember even when Nipsey Hussle died, and I was seeing stuff, and I was just like, can we just say R.I.P. Yeah. And if you don't have anything nice to say, can you just not say anything? Like it's okay to not. It's okay to not post. Yeah. It's okay. You only have to post the R.I.P. Right? Like it's cool. Go and talk to your friends who was into that about that. But I feel like when you put all of that into the internet and stuff, it's just like, yo, there are people who follow you who, like, feel away about this person's death. Like, I was even watching the Grammys, and they had did... What did they do? Well, Alicia Keys had Boys to Men come out, and then they sung a song for uh kobe bryant and then they did the nipsey hustle tribute and then at the end there was a picture of nipsey hustle and kobe bryant um next to one another and i, I was just like this is some sad shit. shit like i was literally just there, like crying i was just like because even if he did sacrifice himself he still died like at the end of the day if he did sacrifice himself the man is no longer in existence so and it, that just, and that's and that and that's sad you know like like you said like so many people were inspired by him yeah. so many people were influenced by this man and just like whether he was sacrificed or not the, the shit doesn't change the fact this man and his daughter and the other people in the helicopter is no longer around yeah no. their families are going to miss them forever so can we just can we just be still on that for a second can we agree on that like come on like, like it just—it's just like this man wasn't even dead for twenty-four hours, and here it all mm-hmm. comes. Like, it's mad insensitive. You're not solving a fucking problem. And to know that his wife found out on—I mean, that just hurts my heart. And I, his daughter went to the fucking hospital because she was having a crazy asthma attack when she found out. His wife just had a baby. Yeah, a few months ago. So now she gotta raise a new newborn by herself. Like, come on. And then I was seeing on just like Facebook to me is like the the devil. And I gotta stay off of Facebook because I really don't. I don't really post on it. I just read shit mm-hmm. and I might comment back. And somebody's like, "Oh, I see everybody saying R.I.P. to Kobe Bryant, but you know y'all the same ones who mad that he didn't have a black wife." What the fuck are you talking about? Who ever? Who cares? was mad that he was with Vanessa? What are you talking about? He been with 
Vanessa since they were like twenty something years. Yeah, they were. What are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? So, you, I don't give a fuck if he was married to uh, any. It doesn't matter. The fact that this man it was is gone, and that's what we need to just just focus on. Like a, a legend, a, a legend died. Also, I never saw any like nothing negative, articles on anything negative, negative about. The only I remember when they were going through a divorce. Yeah, that I remember that, and then they decided to reconcile, and they've been together ever I since. I never seen this man. If he did, I I don't know about it, but I never heard this man bash black woman or anything. No. This is just somebody he fell in love with, and that is okay. What the fuck are you talking about? I literally saw this on Instagram, and we were just like, "What? How did you make this a race thing? How did this make, like? What are you talking also about? Also trying to turn it on us, like yeah, the black, black woman. Like yeah, what? What? You clearly you mad at you. You still angry about your mother and your and your aunts and your grandmother. Like that makes no sense. Somebody was I never heard nobody be mad about Kobe Bryant dating dating his wife or married to his wife. Mm-mm. The fuck are you talking about? Or maybe it was before we were. Oh, maybe we I, like I said. Maybe we didn't know because even if then it say that was the case. Think about how, who you who he probably was twenty years ago and present day. This right. man died at 41 years old. So I'm like, I can't hold you accountable for who you were then 20 years later. Mm-hmm. You know, people people, ha- people change. Mm-hmm. So I cannot hold that hold you accountable. Like, no. Like, I'm not the same person I was fucking last year. Or yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, literally. You know, I'm not going to hold somebody accountable if he did say something. I have never heard or anyone say anything negative about him or he said anything negative to a black woman about black women. That's just who, who he happened to fall in love with. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And in his teens, at that, like I'm not looking at someone in their teens and judging them. Yeah. On who they want to date, like mm, I think that person just made that up in their head. Yeah. Like, they wanted to have a back and forth with people. Yeah, I'm just saying it's insane, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not gonna even. I'm not gonna even insert myself into this bullshit because it has nothing to do with nothing. And people keep making. I don't know why the people just keep just pointing the finger at black women. Like, what, even if we did have an issue, say we one of us did. We still can't feel bad. We can't. We're not allowed to show emotion. Right. Speaking of that, did you see the video? You know that one girl who always posts the crazy bugged out videos on Instagram? It's a black girl and she'd be like, like she just. No. She had posted a video saying like, um, I wish I did. I know I, I feel like I have it, but it's like deep down in some DMs. But anyway, she was just like, you know, to all of the people who, to all of the men, black men, whoever, who think like black women care when they date a white woman. Or when men start saying like, I prefer this, I prefer that. And she was like, yo, we don't care. And then she started clapping and she found an award. She was like, here, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> it was just a really good video. I just forgot the girl's name. But she always posts like those videos wilding out on Instagram. She's a New York girl. Oh, no. I don't know who that is. Mm. Um, no, but, like... <coughs> we don't care. That's I mean, just, there's some black women that care, but most of us be like... We just be like, listen... Just leave us alone. Leave don't us alone. No shit. Just don't talk, don't talk about... Don't talk bad about us. Don't generalize us. If you, you could date whoever the fuck you want. Yeah, man. That's it. That's all. That's all. That's just, it. Just leave me out the conversation. No that's comparing it. and contrasting. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. That's fucking it. Um... No, but like that, that really hurt my heart. And I'm like, damn, it's only January. And it's just really sad to see legends pass away. Yeah. Especially that meant so much to people. And I see that they're like now petitioning to change the NBA logo logo to him. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, he was the GOAT. I think everyone agreed 
uh, on that. So it's crazy because I don't, they never had Michael Jordan on there either. No, it was somebody else. So. First of all, you know I never even paid it. This is how much I don't pay attention to sports. I didn't even know that that outline of the guy that like looked inside. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that no, that, that was, that was a, somebody, a real basketball player. Yeah, I, no, I was just yesterday. like, oh, it's a logo. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't then, know that either. And I think I saw. I think Meek Mill had like hashtagged the person who was in the logo first, and I was just like, yo, I really don't give a sh-. like. Yeah, I only like, noticed it. I only knew that when Boosie said something, I was like, I didn't even know that was, I thought it was just, just like a part of the NBA logo. I didn't know it was like a basketball player. But I, like, I don't watch sports. I just, I like to see what people do outside of it, because it does, that's, that's, that's not exactly who you are. And I like the fact that he really turned into, he was turning into a humanitarian. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's very important. Especially like he would, he, um, the reason why he even did helicopter rides anyway, because so he could be more active in his children's life to avoid yeah, LA that. traffic. And I just feel like, how could you not feel bad about the situation? Like, yeah, he's human, but I'm like, and you know, he died, like other people died with him, but it's just like, he was like literally monumental. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be so fucked up about it. I definitely shed a tear because I felt bad for Vanessa because I was just like, to lose your husband and your child. Listen. And so tragically like that, and to find out on social media, and mm-hmm. I can only imagine how many she probably had to delete Instagram from her phone because yeah, it's probably wilding out in the comments, in the DMs. Folks, some, some like great, and some were probably like shitty because people are just like they will really kick you when you're down. No, absolutely. And so now you know I was on the phone with my mom, and I was like, my make sure you said a prayer for Vanessa Bryant. I was like because yeah, I said we all had to pray for her. Because I feel bad. I know she is like sick, and and I I can imagine. And to have a newborn, it's like your life is just. It was just turned upside down. You had you had the most perfect life, and you only been with one person. Girl, I just pray for her healing. I pray for her children's healing. His his family, like his. I don't know if his mother or father's still around. Right. But you know anyone who's really like close to him, I pray like that they they heal. But it's like nothing's ever gonna be the same. Like um, it would nothing will ever be the same. The house is gonna be a little quieter. The the bed is gonna be a little colder. Yeah, no, that's very. I just hope he had his his work. This is like his paperwork together. Like he he had like a will. Oh, I'm sure. Because who died? That director died. Um, that black director. John Singleton. Yes, he didn't have his. He didn't have a will. Oh. So they had a. And then he just have a baby. I, like he I has a newborn. I don't know. If, I don't know if he had a baby, but I just know that. He didn't have a will and he had to go to court because fighting over his assets. Oh, wow. And I'm like, you've been in the game way too long. You knew better. But you know what? You, you know what I learned? Because sometimes, like, we'll try to have conversations with my grandma. Speaking of my... Happy birthday. My grandma turned 81. Really? Last Tuesday. Really? A true Aquarius. So happy birthday to my grandma. Um, and... You know, we try to have little conversations with her about like wills and you know, does you do you have a file cabinet where you keep certain things? And she just be like, "So it's sunny outside." Like she just does not want to talk about it, and and so like her daughters are really like they're my mom and my aunts. They're very frustrated because they're just like. You know, we just want to make sure, like, everything is set up and that we know everything and that, you know, 
there's just no like you know she's good or like you know because dealing with the death is just so horrible in itself but then when you have to do all of those extra things that's when and exactly and that's why i tell people all the time and if you listen to some podcasts a couple months ago i talked maybe it was last year too i don't know but i i said like it's important to to um have a living trust because mm-hmm. it makes it easier for the family it's like it's bad enough that they have to mourn your death you know it shouldn't they shouldn't have to be going to court and let a judge probate your stuff through a will like just get a living trust and some people get nasty it gets and nasty i don't like i don't believe i have that type of family like we're very we're super duper close um, really tight knit, and so I don't think we'll ever even have any of those issues. But I guess they just want to know, like you know, when that day comes, do you want to be buried in a certain place? Do you want to, or do you want us to spread your ass? Like you know, what do you want? And like right. she won't <laughs> speak about it, and they're very frustrated by that. Yeah, no, my my grandmother knows. Um, I don't, I think she has a will, but I think she needs to change it. And I think she's like adamant about doing it now because they think my grandmother might have cancer. Aww. And, um, I, I feel like my, see, I knew like my grandmother was going to get sick once she moved out of her house. It's like when you move old people out of their comfort, like their surroundings, that's when things, that's when they start deteriorating. Alzheimer's. Yeah, they like, start deteriorating. Mm-hmm. You, you can't, can't do that. You can't do it. Leave them where the hell they are. Might get, might bring like a, you know, a nurse in or something like that. They need it. Like my grandmother, before she moved to to Atlanta she was still driving at 87 years old where was she at in Hempstead in Long Island mm. so you know in the house we came and to, to live in Long Island which is close to New York like you're just yeah. used to different used to different things and so now mm. you, you uprooted her she can't leave the house without somebody taking her somewhere now so she just you know she's just in the house all day and she watched the news or whatever so now she's like the Wonderland and now like she always been saying I have to go do my will over and I said Granny do not do a will please do a live and trust Please, because my grandmother has a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and my father's the last one standing, but we do have, like, my cousins that actually take care of her. Right. So it, I think I do see it getting nasty. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just like, I'm just like, please just do a living trust, because, I mean, if you do a will, it's going to get bad. Let people just give the people whatever they de- you think they deserve, and let them go about their business, because it makes it so much easier. So much easier. So if you're watching and listening... You're, ne- you're never too young for a will or trust. You're never too old. Even if you just ha- don't have any assets, you just have an insurance policy. Make sure that shit is in order. Right. Yeah, uh, and it's just, it just sucks to see people get... Ugly over money. Yeah. Especially that's like money that wasn't yours in the first place. This is like... Exactly. You wasn't gonna have... Like, how you acting stingy over something that, like, you never... It wasn't yours to begin with. If anything, I'd be like, well, shit, you get this. You but that's get what I'm that. saying. Like, and that's why I said, like... That's why I don't want like wills because, for example, say like a man is married to his wife, but him and his wife are or are separated. They never officially got a divorce, and he had another woman. He was he fell in love with. He really desired her, but he never changed the paperwork. He never divorced. You get a will now. Now his man has a will. The wife is technically the one in charge of everything. And if you get a certain judge, he doesn't care what's in your will. If he did, it goes based on, if he can have his own morals, his own beliefs, he makes the last say. Oh. So it doesn't, and that's what I'm saying, to avoid all that, to make sure that your wishes are satisfied after you leave this earth, get a living trust. Get a living trust. There's so much information about it on YouTube, Google, go to the library, go to speak to an attorney, 
it's so important because you just, you just want to make sure that the people that you love get what they deserve. Right on the end of it, like, I wish I would fight over this shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. You're going to get what you want to get. If you don't sit and Bobby, you know you don't deserve shit. Mm-hmm. Go home. Um, did you see the clip of Terry Crews talking about... I didn't. I didn't want to see the. I didn't want to see the clip. I think I, I saw maybe like fifteen seconds of it, and I was just like, first of all, Terry Crews always been a coon, in my opinion. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, um, Terry Terry Crews had did an interview where they asked him about what's the show called, uh, America's Got Talent, because he's on that show, and you know everyone knows that right now, America's Got Talent and Gabrielle Union are. Is it a lawsuit now? I think so. They're in a lawsuit because they fired her because she was like complaining just about um, being treated unfair and a lack of diversity and other things. And so Terry Crews was being interviewed and they asked him about it and this is what he said. Our union controversy, of course, there are reports that her contract wasn't renewed because she reported um, a toxic atmosphere existed at the show. Um, you're at the show. Is it? Is there a toxic atmosphere? First of all, I can't speak for sexism because I'm not a woman, but I can't speak on behalf of any racism comments. That was never my experience on America's Got Talent. In fact, it was the most diverse place I have ever been in my 20 years of entertainment. The 20, the top 10 acts were Asian, women, older, younger, uh, uh, black, white. It was everything in the, in the gamut. Now, I have to say this too. When you look at what the allegations are about, yeah. um, it was given by an unnamed source. Ask you about the Gabriel Union. So the issue that I have with that is because you're undermining. All you had to simply say, listen, this, this wasn't my experience, but my experience may differ from her, and I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna speak on it and say that just because I didn't experience it didn't exist in that in that place. Right. And he and it's, it's the way he worded it. Like I never explained. It's the most diverse diverse atmosphere. Like no, like you literally. Now you literally tap dancing for Mr. Charlie, and now it's like they can use that in Cortland. Say like, listen, well, even you know, and we have another black person. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like a black man experience and a black woman experience in the workplace is always gonna be totally different because first of all, we deal with a lot of hair issues, and and a lot of the shit that she was experiencing was because she kept changing her hairstyles. So it was too ethnic, and white America probably cannot relate to it, and people were complaining. That's and that's why I say our experience is always gonna be different with black men and black women. But he didn't have to say anything. He could literally just say, listen, I personally never experienced it, but I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, and I'm not going to say that it didn't happen to her. I just hope that everything works out for both parties. Something simple and clean as that. So simple. You know, and I, you know, I, you know, I support her 100% because she, she was definitely supporting you when your ass said that a man tried to molest your ass, and you could have fucking ripped his head apart, your big, stupid, chunky-looking ass. You definitely could have fucking whipped that motherfucker's ass when he tried to mo- touch your ass. But no. Didn't he like cuff his yeah, something and, like that? Yeah. And I'm just like, and she wrote and and mind you, and she supported like, you. She supported you, and it was an allegation still. And this is why you can't support everybody. Mm-hmm. And I bet she learned her lesson because it's like, yo, as a black woman, I stand behind black men, and this is the shit that we be talking about. Like sometimes, like you can't just stand behind certain people because they they will just throw you under the bus, right? Because it's it's not about what he didn't say; it's, it's how he said things. It's like. Bro, but, you couldn't have to say anything. But also, I'm always going to be mindful of another black person in a space that's predominantly like white. Well, I mean, in general, I am. Yeah. But when it's predominantly white, I definitely want to make sure, you know, you know, like, I got you. Unless you, 
if you're out there doing some sus crazy shit, it's just like, mm-mm. but if it's like, you know, diversity issues or issues with her hair or whatever, no, nah, I got your back. Cause exactly. that's some bullshit. Yeah. You know, I could, you could just been like, like I said, it could have been something really clean, simple lesson. You know, I had a great experience there, but you know, her experience made it made different from mine, and I'm not gonna undermine her experience or whatever. I just hope that you know they work, they reconcile and figure this out, and if everybody can end happily or some something like that along the lines. And it could have been simple, so they didn't have to ask more questions. But he's like, "All right, never." And I, it's the most, most diverse. diverse. And I'm like, Terry, shut your big ass up! Like, shut the fuck up! Right. Shut the fuck up. And then you're going to make a statement saying the only woman that you need to please is Rebecca, your so wife. So let me read fuck that. Fuck your kids. Because like, I was just what? looking at that like, what is going on? So I can't. He wrote, there is only one woman, one earth. I, there's only one woman on earth I have to please. Her name is Rebecca. Not my mother, my sister, my daughters, or co-workers. I will let their husbands, boyfriends, and partners take care of them. Rebecca gives me wings. I'm like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever read. You can't stand by none of the women in your life but your wife. Not even your daughters. Not your mother. What? I was and this like, is what I'm saying. And that's why I always tell people that not all skin folk is kin folk. And I'm, and I'm like, God forbid something was to happen to his ass again. Nobody's going to stand behind us. The black community is going to be like, you on your own. And this is why, like, what people be saying, like, black, black women voices are ne- never heard. Mm-hmm. Because we have to do deal with coon shit like that. And I'm just like, yo, you didn't have to say shit at all. You could be like, yo, I just hope that everything works out like it wasn't my experience but you know what I, I understand that people have their own experience in different places especially as black women so you know i hope both parties can reconcile right and then to yeah to, so I, so simple so simple I, i'm just so tired like honestly sometimes i want to delete my social media but i can't do it for business purposes right and and it's just like and it's i just want to like be just distant and just stay away from it because i just it makes me so angry like i want to go through the phone like i was literally arguing with somebody about lizzo winning up of the grammy for the best r&b song i was arguing with people and i'm like why am i arguing with people because i don't think that was an r&b song jerome to me is that an r&b song it is what song is it jerome how does it go i'll play it for you to me, and I said every slow song. I was like Britney Spears. I thought her performance, the opening. Did you watch it? No, nah, I don't. I'm not watching uh, that shit. I felt like her performance was great, and that Versace dress she had on, that white dress, was fly. She, to me, I feel like she is a pop artist, and I feel like she is a pop artist. And, her, and I'm like music to me when it comes to R and B, that's. The song, don't get me wrong, it was a ballad. But they always, you know they be trying to put Rihanna in R&B. Yeah, you and it's like, not, Rihanna, Rihanna is not R&B. And I'm like, Britney Spears did, does ballads all the time, so does Taylor Swift. Doesn't mean she is R&B. So now she's a black, big woman, she is r that's an R&B song? No. Yeah, no, it's not R&B. Let me see if I could play it. Like this is this gives you R and B feel. I feel about with the beat. The beat is not R and B, but she's singing on it, so that's the reason why. No, that's like pop and B. Yeah. This is not to me. It's not an R and B song. Like yeah, no, it's not. Because I'm just saying, because somebody is singing a ballad does not mean that it is an R and B song. But like, they're notorious not. for that, though. Exactly. They'll just like. like, you know, there are certain years where you know just certain people are gonna go in there, and they always said like, um, have you ever heard of the term industry plant? 
No. They say, like, there are artists that basically labels kind of, like, make and just throw out there. But they, like, you don't know that they have, like, a whole... You know how some people come on the scene and they're like, yo, I've been... You know, and she does tell this story about how she, uh, you know, has been making music forever and she didn't have any money or whatever. But there are some people who, like, they just pick and they just instantly, like, put a whole bunch of money behind them and, like, turn them into, like, this. Something. this yeah, yeah, is this, like, the the Old Town Road guy? Yeah, like, a, a little Nas uh, X. Little Nas X. Because my coworker was telling me she was, make, he was, she was making music for a while, and but she was making more R&B songs, like, soulful songs. And... And I don't know what happened. I guess when you get in a certain position, you just go pop. And that's fine. Whatever works for you. It's just like, I'm not the biggest fan of music, but I'm here for anybody black. I'm just not, I'm not a fan of music, but I just don't think it's an R&B song. You could, like, I don't, and people's like, well, since she's a pop artist, she can't make R&B music. I was like, no, I didn't say that. that. Was like her in there? I don't, I didn't watch the Grammys, period. Oh, okay. I, I, I just felt like I am not a fan of the Grammys. I feel like we too, we put too much emphasis on on trying to get acceptance from white society. And I feel like even though the Green League is a nonprofit organization, I feel like it's ran by white people. And I feel like, like I and I love the fact that, um, what's his name? Oh, God. Diddy? No, not Diddy. Um, Tyler? Tyler, the creator. I love what he said. He said, you know, I'm half happy. I'm like, you know, part of me is happy that I won He's best like a, rap, a rap album. Compliment. It's a backhanded compliment because it's just like his album is not really hip hop. It's really pop. That's what they were saying. Like, it's like because it's just like yo, because he's like you, you know, you label us as urban. It's kind of like saying nigga. And it, and I love the fact he said that because his music is not. I don't look at him as a hip hop artist. I look at him as pop. And his album was fire, by the way. So yeah. So did I just lose my train of thought? Sorry. Ah, um, oh yeah, so they were saying like he definitely should have won uh, a Grammy for his album. He just won in the wrong, wrong category. category, right? And that's and that's my thing is is a lack of representation. And I feel like and I feel like I feel like they sometimes they throw people into certain categories because of what they think is hot or what they think this person may represent. But it's just like, you don't know what true R&B is. You don't know what true hip-hop is or rap. Like, I would never get over the fact that Malcolm Moore won over Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the, that was the turning part point for me to stop watching the Grammys. I look forward to Soul Train Awards. Mind you, we don't even yes, the Soul Train Awards. We lit. don't even see Macklemore Moore anymore. It, exactly my point. Where is he? You know, and 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 that's just like this a lack of diver- diversity, and it's like they're not speaking to like my thing is is like speak to a Diddy. Diddy knows music because Diddy, and I love Diddy because I remember when he was doing like Who's the King of R and B. And he, he made a video saying, like, yo, y'all all making, claiming who's king of R&B. Y'all don't even know what R&B is. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, everybody's trying to claim Chris Brown. I said, Chris Brown is now a pop artist. Oh, Deepak. He, and, and he said, listen, R&B is about making love to your woman. Being being remorseful for the pain that you endured to your, your spouse or whatever. To expressing your love for them. Not about having sex with different people and doing, partying all night. Like, that's not R&B. All R&B songs, I'm sorry. Take me back. Matt, I love, I love you. you. You know, you make me feel I want to make good. love to you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that's R&B. Like, all this, like, Chris Brown, like, rap singing, that's not R&B. Like, now, I think it's a new genre that has emerged, which is trap soul. Uh, yes, that is, and I think maybe he may be in in that. No, I think he's more. No, he's Some, more pop. Sometimes he do like to rap. 
But when I think about Chris Brown, I do think pop. I don't think R and B. Can he sing R and B? Absolutely. Yeah. He does it, and that's the thing. He does it. His music is literally pop, and that is okay if it works for him and his audience. That is fine, but I don't think he's an R and B artist. I hate when people act like they don't know what R and B sounds like. You know, pop is like dun 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 dun. <laughs> like you know when you hear a pop song, like it comes out like it's OD. Yeah, and it's so fucking frustrating. Come like y'all know, bro. Like y'all playing games. Like you know this shit is not it. I know this shit is not it. No, yeah. So no, I watched the Grammys. I thought it was just. First of all, it was so sad. Um, I thought Alicia Keys did a good... To me, for something to be sad, I thought she did a good job like keeping people and keeping people's spirits up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just cool. So, the reason why I was watching it was because I wanted... I knew... I was like, they can't not give Nipsey Hussle a, a Grammy. And it's crazy. Mm-hmm. He gets it after he fucking dies. Like, this is shit I'm talking about. But you know that... I feel like if he was here, if he was still here, I don't think he, he would have wouldn't gotten have gotten it. He would because his album came out way before twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Why was? But it? I think "Racks in the Middle" is the a newish song. They so he but the songs true. was "Racks was like, in the Middle" with Roddy Rich, and then it was um the song with DJ Khaled. Yeah, that came out. Yeah, that came out. Yeah, yeah. so. But I don't like. I don't think he would have been acknowledged. Well, he was acknowledged for an award last. He was acknowledged, but he didn't win. But I don't think he would have won an award had it not been for his death. But I, what one thing I didn't understand is like why wouldn't they? Why would they put that category in the pre Grammys? Like why wouldn't they put that on TV? And because I was just for like, them whack ass performances. Yeah, and they wasn't all that good. And that's why I don't watch the Grammys. And I and, and that and like me, if I was an artist and I could sing, the Grammys is something that I wouldn't look forward to because I don't. I feel like like me personally, I know I would be an R and B soul singer, so I feel like I would be underrepresented anyway. And then on top of that, like you, we have people who are not a part of the culture, who's going to dictate to us who is R and B, who is hip hop, who is rap, who is soul. No. My thing is, I'll be, I be looking forward to the BET and Soul Train. And maybe American, not really American music. Soul Train Music Awards. Or even like MT, so MTV Awards. I, I haven't watched those in even Yeah, even maybe that. Honestly, I think award shows sans the Soul Train Awards. Because Soul Train Awards are good. Doesn't TV1 have, TV1 yeah, has some type award. of award show that are good too. There are some that are just dedicated to like R&B, hip hop, black soul. Those I love. Yeah, this just performance is fire. But the other ones, they're just, they're not what they used to be. Nah. They're not. And also, a lot of artists just don't go. Yeah. They're like, I'm not going to win. Yeah. Like, why Why am I showing up to people who just, like, they just want me to come, but they, they're not going to acknowledge me for anything. Exactly. Not even like a, like, I don't even know how her is even in categories. Because she's winning, like, she won Best Album for, I forgot which award. I know she won Best Album, I think, for... I- for Soul Train Awards and something else, but, but that was an EP from like 2017. But didn't she win a Grammy last year? Yes, okay. and I, and I'm like, this is not an EP. I mean, this is not this is not an album. This is an EP, and she, and she keeps. They getting, were saying that like she got a Grammy off of a mixtape. Yeah, it's not it's not even an album. Sis been trying to release an album forever, so she doesn't have an album. No, she does not have an album. Her does not have an album. It's an EP. 
Oh wow. She made EPs and she collab she then she made them like she has a, a habit of doing like it's like a side A she released is then a side B and then eventually after side B a few months later she joins them together. Mm. She like it's not it's not an album How, and she keeps winning and I'm like she has not put out like she put out oh my god you heard her new song that came out yesterday? Mm-hmm. Wrong wrong fucking timing sis. That shit could have waited till next week. What what is that, that shit is sad as fuck. It's oh. called something. I said I couldn't. I, I literally started crying. I'm gonna I'm play you the chorus. That okay. shit was like, what? wrong timing. And I know she was like, God damn, I got to put this song out now. I was like, oh no, it's called sometimes. Let me see if I can speed it up a little. That right there, that's just the words. to the song going all I see is Kobe everywhere and I said this bitch put out the song at the wrong I would have not put out that song you know what it is she probably performed that at the Grammys you know how they like yeah. to perform a new song and then just put it out so it was probably like already, already on the, yeah and, and I'm just like I said oh I was like I can't even like the song right now I said, I said, I can't even like the song. And then, like, I think it's a good song. I'm not song. trying to, I'm like, if you're not watching the video. I'm pulling my wig yeah, out. Yeah, because her my wig shit is like, loose. Like, you understand, like, today was just not the day. It was just not the day. But no, it was just, like, I don't know, like, anyway, I don't know why hers keeps coming up in categories because, again, was Summer Walker in anything? No, I don't think so. It's I think she'll, I think she'll make next year. Because you know how they have to meet deadlines? Okay, yeah, because her album came out in October. Yeah, so she'll probably make next year. Because I know her album was, like, I think it was, like, one of the top albums played, like, in a, like, so, it, like it made history and stuff. So I was just like, why is her in any category? She has not put out any, she has never put out an album. They changed the rules for who they want to change the rules. Exactly, for. she has never put out an album. Never. And she, keep, and she keeps getting nominated for the same songs. Also, and like Beyonce, they do the same same shit, same shit with Beyonce. Her is very like she doesn't get in any trouble. You yeah. don't see her out, so she's like that's the person that they want to put out there to be. You know, and I'm the dying for her for album. I am dying for an album, but I even feel like since her first project, her music has changed. Oh yeah, she was very soulful, and now she's going into more like she's on that that borderline of pop and R and B. 
because she was totally an R&B artist mm-hmm. when she from her first project. And that was just more so like, okay, here we go. Another artist bites the fucking dust. Right. Damn. But I don't watch that shit. I'm not, I don't get into it. But I did the Soul Train Wars, I'm definitely watching. Yes, yeah, it's, it's always a good, it's funny time. Good. Definitely good. I feel like I wanted to say something else, but I just keep losing my train of thought tonight. I guess it wasn't meant to be said. Um, what else do I have? Where's my notes? Hmm. You see Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj ran into each other? Yeah. Ooh, got the chills. Oof. You know what they say, when you get the chills, the spirit walks through you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I never heard that. Mm-hmm. Um... Whoever you are, just put me in a position to make money. Um, so me too, cause I'm next to her. I know, right? We need some money. Um, but yeah, I when I saw the clip and I was looking at the comments, cause it looked like he was going back and forth with her husband, boyfriend, whatever the fuck he is. And I'm like, we don't have time. Like, I'm glad he didn't engage in that. I low key feel like Nikki started it. <laughs> I really do. Cause what they said, what they said was Meek. Nikki and her man was in there shopping. I guess Meek Mill went in there. Once he found out that Nikki and her man was in there, he wanted to talk to... I don't know if he wanted to talk to both of them or one or the other. And then when he asked to speak to them, I guess that's when he was like... I know I heard Nikki's husband yelling like, uh, meet me outside, meet me outside. And then he was like... No. And then Nikki was like, we got a hundred niggas outside. And she was like, we'll shoot you, and you still can't get over me, you something. Like, she was just going in. And I'm like, I can't imagine. Right. Nikki's a millionaire. Meek Mill's a millionaire. What are we beefing over? Not even that. Like, And we done. He has a whole child on the way. Uh, and you have a whole husband. Yeah. Like, to me, I would look. And I don't need. The thing is, I feel like I've seen such a big change in Meek Mill. Yeah. I can't, that's why I'm like, it, to me, and y'all know I love Nicki Minaj, but I'm like, it had to be her on some shit, because he really been chilling. Yeah, and I'm just like, he has too much to lose, and I feel like he, the way he is going with his life, I wouldn't even stoop down to that level, because this man, whoever her husband is, I don't know, no, I don't know much about him, but it's just like, look at what you're doing compared to what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you you are literally becoming a pillar in the community. You, yeah. You're speaking out. Like, you're becoming somebody of importance that is more than your music, than this persona. Like, you know, and I'm just like, you don't have time for that. Like, and I'm, I'm so tired of people like, yeah, he should afford it. And I'm like, no, when you got bigger fish to fry, you don't have time to be playing with the peasants. And your, your you pregnant girlfriend. girlfriend is in L.A. for the Grammys with you. Like, you just have to protect, protect other the, things. Yeah, other things are like, you could have got shot. You could have got stabbed it could they got really ugly those people outside the ones who they have nothing to they're lose. just a part of the entourage they don't care they don't have nothing to lose you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. they'll kill you real quick no. they've been waiting for something to pop off we don't have time for that we're not like i don't i don't i don't have time for that like when you want to big and better things and you have a vision for yourself you're too busy creating a legacy and you got money coming in you don't have time for that who has time for that I know I don't like I'm not gonna sit there and be trying to fight people because somebody said something about me I don't care I'm, I'm sorry I'm in the I'm in a place in my life I'm pressing charges I'm pressing charges and I'm suing people that's all I want to do is press charges and sue 
That's it. You know, Meek Mill can't be pressing charges and suing. I know. Because, they will. You don't need to be nobody else. Light his Chelsea. ass up. But, um, I'm happy that he didn't succumb to that. And he was just like, let me be. Because I understand, at, like, times like that, especially when, like, you are a reformed hood nigga. Mm-hmm. Uh, it to me is so easy to revert back to what you know, mm-hmm. especially in this day and age where everyone has their camera out all the time. So you don't want to be looked at as like you was pussy or you was scared. How old are we to be fighting? No, I don't. I don't want to see nobody fight. Although this morning, I saw two people going at it. And like, so, okay, so one guy was, I don't know if he was on drugs or what, but he was like, you got that. He had like a, a guy had a pipe in his hand and he was like, so hit me with the pipe. It was two Spanish guys. He's like, so hit me with the pipe. So hit me with the pipe. So hit me with the pipe. And the guy was like, and he kept on like lifting it like he was going to do something. But the guy's like, nah, you scared, you scared, you scared. And he was like, yo, leave me alone. And then the guy, the guy that didn't have no pipe just kept trying to punch the guy with the pipe. And I'm like, if somebody got a pipe and I only got my fist, I'm not fighting you. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get your head busted open. Me and this guy was walking down the street. One guy, he pulled up to the side. He pulled out his cigarette. I was like, this is his morning tea right here. Like, And I'm just looking. So, yeah. Every once in a while, when I do see a fight, I might stand there to see what's popping. But I don't want to be in no fights. And I honestly, I don't want to see people in fights. And I got to block where the police I, I just don't want to see people... Uh, stoop to other people's levels when you have surpassed and overcome, overcame so many things um, and so many obstacles. I don't, like I said, leave that shit to the peasants. Like, we don't, we, we are in the kingdom sipping the finest champagne. Like, I don't even think they were even at the Rock Nation brunch. Nicki Minaj? Yeah. No, no. And now... <laughs> You know what? You could you know Nicki Minaj been gone for it. Like we haven't heard from her. And that's okay. Was, my, so listen, I was like, my sis probably getting her life together. Like you know, she quiet. She. And I seen that video and I was like, yo, people don't change. Yeah, like you know, I just like, and I'm like, I'm not a fan of her music, but I do like, I this aspects of her that I do like. And I'm just like, yo, you you getting too old. Like, and, yes. I, and I understand your frustration because, and it's like, I, I mean, I'm a woman who deals with shit too. And I just like sometimes you just gotta like like let go, like vent to your friends about it, vent to families, go get a therapist. But I'm not gonna get my man caught up in no bullshit. Like And your man who could go to jail who like and your brother <laughs> her brother got sentenced twenty five to life today. Yeah. Oh today he did? Yeah. Son, you don't you don't need to be in no more in in no media next and no type of negativity. You need to be in you need to be feeding the children right now. No, that's a fact. And like, you know, that's what you need. You need all types of positivity. Somebody needs wish a PR. And I Your think publicist. I think it's cool to like like a hood dude and have a hood dude. But I do think, um, like you said, once you get to a certain age, it's just like some shit you just can't let rock anymore. Yeah, you gotta say like this and is enough. I feel like like you have reached such a certain like. Okay, when I think about like Cardi B, right? Cardi B is twenty five. Young Nicki Minaj is like thirty six. No, she's older than that. Oh, she okay. So even worse, like act like a fucking adult, bro. Yeah, you are an adult. I could understand why Cardi B be lashing out the way she lashed out. She's mad young and she's from the hood and she just stepped into money. Nicki Minaj, you've been having money for a good ten years now. Yeah, if not longer. Why you still? You should be. You should be on some Beyonce shit and just ignore. And just hit, and if anything, you can hit people with cease and desist, and that's it. Like I'm, I don't have time. Like I'm not, 
I'm not fighting you. Like, I'm, I'm just not. Like, you put your hands on me. You charge the me and press, and I'm suing you because now I'm gonna be depressed. I'm gonna be all this other stuff. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna have all my medical records to show all the shit that you quote unquote put me through. I'm just gonna just get money from you from your paycheck. I don't have you suffer now. And I just won't want to put my especially she got a man who been in jail. Like I don't want to put my man in that position. And you doing all that stupid shit. They step outside. Someone dead. Imagine it's your man. You gonna be there feeling so dumb. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I don't personally have the time for it. I like I, I don't, and I'm glad Meek Mill didn't engage. Yeah, I thought that, I saw. I like you, like, like you, it's like, and it just shows like your growth, like. And if he did, I, I mean, I'm not. I mean, you said that he tried to talk to them first initially before they got crazy, but that's a that that takes a lot to try to end beef with somebody that you know that don't fuck with you. They try to have a conversation like, listen, let's, let's let's discuss this. Let's try to squash this. Especially being that like he know Nicki Minaj, so like he like look how Nicki Minaj be wilding out yeah. to the public. Imagine what she do behind closed doors. Absolutely. So it's like for him to just be like, yo, I'm in my next stage of life. Let me just end this shit. So it just don't ever have to be in any animosity if we're in the same. Yeah, state. like I'm happy. Like you know, I, I found love or whatever. Like you found love, you moved on. Like, Which clearly they're having a girl. I, I they both had on pink. It's like kind of like, evident. Oh. Very evident. That's a super cute couple. I was yeah. like, look at him. And she just got so, a Philly girl. She right, and she black. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. And it's just like she has her own business. So she has her own coin. But he did an interview years ago where he was just like, um, "I like you will never like I'm gonna be with a black woman." Yeah. Yeah. He did. A few, he's like, I ain't. The, you know, I don't be perpetuating that all that other shit. Like I, I'm going to be. With and a she's black gorgeous. Woman. Yeah, she's and beautiful. so successful. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And you I know what somebody like said? Somebody, again, Facebook, the nigga shit, right? And so, um, somebody was complaining Wait, about her prices. Before you go on today, I want to continue this episode on the Patreon. Oh, okay. So, thank you guys for listening. If you haven't already, please uh, sign up for our Patreon page and that's where you can hear the rest of this episode, the rest of this topic amongst other things.